today I am talking about heaven's realities. We have expectation. We need to turn up the expectation in our lives. We need in this season, because of all the stuff, I don't even like using the word COVID anymore. I'm kind of done with that. But in this season, we have to realize that heaven just as much as in our, in our grasp. It's still at hand. It's still right here. There's no excuse. There is no excuse that we, that we have that holds us back from what God has for us. God wants to work through you. So, Lord, I just want to just enter in right away in prayer. Lord, I just thank you for the worship. I thank you that your spirit in this house, Lord God. I thank you for pre-service prayer we had. I thank you for those who've been praying in the morning in their homes, those who are tuning in with expectation that they're actually believing that they're going to get something today. And I pray, Lord God, that they will through you, through your spirit, God. I pray, Holy Spirit, you would move into their homes. They move into their cars. I pray, Lord God, I have crazy faith to believe. Like, why not a cloud of glory come into your house? Why not the lightnings of God? Why not? Why not have an expectation of a miracle just even as you're watching or listening today? Don't wait for a word. Just expect. Why? Because his blood is enough. He shed his blood for us. And that's all that actually matters. That he rose again and released his resurrection power. Man, I haven't started preaching yet. Here we go. Jeremiah 29.11. I, I just felt some key things to go after today. Just reminders to the body of Christ. It says in Jeremiah 29, 11, for I know the thoughts I, that I think towards you, says the Lord, thoughts of what? Peace, and not evil, to give you a hope, a future, and a hope. I want to remind the church that. There are so many words out there right now that are not hopeful words. God has hope for us. It's a standard we go by here. God actually has hope for the body of Christ. He has expectation for the body of Christ. He is not concerned. He actually says it's the greatest hour. And the coolest thing is if you actually study history in times like this, this is when the church rises up. It rises up. I'm believing for a revival. We're seeing things here, and it may not be in our building, but we're in our community. Things are happening. People are experiencing the power of God. They are excited. There is something behind, well, it's not something, it's God. You guys, God is doing a sovereign work. I could feel, people are feeling it. The word is coming alive. So many of you are telling me the word's coming alive. They're feeling the spirit come around. There's something up right now. And honestly, I think it's more to do that we're coming aware. I think we're just getting tired of holding back. And we're becoming aware of heaven. <sighs> Remember, you're a new creation in God. You are. You're no longer defined as a sinner. I'm not, that's, you're a saint. I'm not going to preach on that, but we need a reminder. These are simple things we just got to remind ourselves today as we start looking at these scriptures. We need to stay focused on heaven's reality, not to get sidetracked. There's so many other things that are trying to pull you out of your vision, pull you out of what God has for you. He wants you to get back in expecting great things. Oh, I know. Oh, no, but we, you, Kevin, you don't understand. We can't go out. We can't people at our houses. We can't do that. That never, that doesn't affect heaven. Honestly, and I'm trying to even get language for this. When I've been preparing for this message, God keeps on telling me, He's like, Kevin, you guys don't shift heaven's reality. Heaven's reality is always the same. You get to join heaven's reality. And so often we forget that heaven isn't getting rocked. Heaven is not, and there's no COVID in heaven. There's nothing. And guess what? Everyone can gather still together. Come on, there's no restrictions in heaven other than there's no sin. Come on, there's no sickness. They have great restrictions there. But we need to remember that heaven is here for us. That was Jesus' message. 
Colossians 3, 1 to 4 here. Christ's resurrection is your resurrection too. You know what that means? He died for us and we get to come alive. We died to our sin too. When we ask for forgiveness, we actually have died to our sin too. Because what Jesus did to us. We got to walk through what he did. This is why we are to yearn for all that is above. It's where Christ sits enthroned at the place of all power, honor, and authority. Come on, did you hear that? God is sitting. This is the, it all. The word is all. So we, what does all mean? Everything, right? Here on earth too. For all that is above. For that's where Christ sits enthroned at the place of power. He's still in full power, church. Come on, and why did he say we got, to, we got to have the inheritance of what happened at the cross, what happened when he resurrected? So that's actually given to us too. Oh, honor and authority, guys. He has the authority. No one can take the authority away from God. Come on, church. This is exciting. Yes, feast, I love this, feast on all the treasures of the heavenly realm. Can I read that again? This is Colossians 3, verse 2. Yes, feast on all the treasures of the heavenly realm and fill your thoughts with heavenly realities and not with the distractions of the natural realm. Come on, that's in the Word. We are not to be distracted. We're not supposed to be tossed here and there. We are supposed to be constantly reminded about heaven and what heaven has for us. Come on, people. This is exciting. Come on. I'm just, I just want to exhort you guys today to get excited that heaven is, uh, is here for us today. Your, verse, your crucifixion with Christ has severed the tie to this life, and now your true life is hidden away in God in Christ. You guys, you're a new creation. You are in Christ. That needs to, if you have any worries right now, if you're struggling, just wondering where, what's going to next or, or what's going on, or, remember it's God is with you. He has it for you. But he wants us to experience it with him. And it's not for when you die, guys. And we'll get to that. It's not when you, you don't have to pass away to experience heaven. I'll show you in scripture. We know that in those who are part of this ministry understand that, but we have be reminded every day. We got to wake up with expectation. We have to wake up thinking, hey, heaven, touch earth today. Touch me today. Let me be a conduit of heaven. I want to be a conduit of heaven. When somebody meets me, do they experience heaven's reality? Let's get hungry for it. Lord, I pray for a spiritual hunger right now to come over us. Come on, that gift that Lord, we ask for, put a hunger in our hearts. Let us realize we want more. Let us, let us get hungry, and I can, it's happening, you guys. I prayed, and I already know so many people are telling me there's a hunger in them. They're saying, I want more. I want to see more. I want to have expectation. I want to, I want to see things that are in the Bible. It talks about angels. It talks about experiences with God. It talks about healing. It talks about joy. It talks about love. I want to experience that. Guess what it is for you? We can't be satisfied. We need the vision. We have to, I've been, this week as I pressed in for this message, I, the Lord said, come on, Kevin, you got to remind them to get vision for today. Get vision for today. Some of the stuff in, in our, our visions were like, well, it, it's got stopped. We got sidetracked. We got held back because of the government rules and all that stuff. No, 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 that's not an excuse. Use the time. 
to really, to really create your vision. Take the time to, to build up what needs to take place when you actually can do what you need to do. Or figure out other ways. Come on. Then God uses heaven. He takes heaven's reality and changes things. Right? Come on. If it's resources, throw your nets on the other side. That's heaven's reality. Peter, Peter's natural realm before he met Jesus was he couldn't get fish to, go, to get into his net all night. Him and his people. Him and his guys, they had nothing. And what happened? One encounter with heaven's reality with Jesus, and they do what he says to do. Boom! Their nets are full. We have to have that expectation. Come on, church. When we, we, when we step into heaven's reality, things change. This is not a time to hold back. It's a time to move forward. Mm. Guess what? Heaven's reality is more than just no sickness and no pain. Heaven's reality is that the glory of God is sustained there. It is habited. It is fully there. And you know what's so cool? That's this, no, the no sickness, the no pain, the, the, the no disease, the no fear. Guess what? That's not the actual what heaven is. It's actually the byproduct of the glory of God. Come on. Heaven is the throne of heaven. That was where the King of kings and Lord of lords the Father dwells there. Come on, and he, he, he's preparing a place for us there. But he also sent his son to tell us a joyful message that says heaven is here and it's at hand. We need that expect, expectations. 1 Corinthians 2, 9. It says, this is why the scriptures say, things never discovered or heard or before, things beyond our ability to imagine, these are the many things God has in store for all his lovers. Come on, you guys. Let's read that again. Things never discovered or heard or heard of before, things beyond the ability to even imagine. Man, I can imagine a lot. These are the many things that God has in store for all his lovers. Guess what the only requirement is? For his lovers, those who love him. Those that love Jesus. That's the requirement for this. Let's have that. Why not? How about we come, how about, why don't we believe that as a believer, as the world's wondering what to do, we come out of the season blessed, just like the Israelites came out of Egypt. They came out with the gold. They came out with the silver. Come on, this is where, that's our reality. As children of God. We need to stick back to some of the basics. In Matthew 6, 9 to 10, it's the first part of the, what we call the Lord's Prayer, which is more the disciples' prayer. He was teaching us how to pray. In this matter, therefore, pray, our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. So we first give him all the glory. We remind ourselves it's because it's of him. It's not because of us, it's because of him. Your kingdom come, what? Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven, here. That was Jesus' message. You know what? His, the disciples got caught up and, and everyone wanted to know, are you come here to take out Rome? Are you came out and do all this other stuff and become a king here? If you know the word, Jesus kept on coming back and saying, no, release heaven on earth. I'm here to tell you that heaven has come. It's here for you today. It's at hand. We need to get back to believing for the crazy stuff. No, I, I felt this so much this week. I just, I, the Lord's just like, you got to start believing for the stuff that's, that, that a lot of the world says you're crazy. Not get weird, but cr- 
But we have to. We have to see. We have to see things. God eradicate. Why can't we believe that here, in, even in Aldergrove, around this bill, that there would be no sickness? Why can't we believe like Bethel went for, is trying to fight for a, a cancer-free zone? Why not get crazy again? Come on. If God's putting a vision that's huge into your heart, why can't we believe that God can re- just blow, bring in the resources that you can never even imagine? Why not? Why not the dreams you have for a specific job? Why can't you believe and, and press in and actually believe that in this season you could be promoted to where you've been wanting to be for years? This is a season of promotion for those who realize and get caught up in heaven's reality, not get caught up on, on the news, don't get caught up on, on the things that are trying to distract us, but they actually get caught up in his eyes. Whew. Jesus. Ephesians 3.20 says, never doubt God's mighty power to work in you and accomplish all this. Never doubt it. Never doubt God's mighty power to work in you and accomplish all this. This is Ephesians 3.20. Why he will achieve infinitely more than your greatest request. You hear that? More than you've been asking for. We break off the poverty mentality of the church. That just threw out poverty. Come on, some of us have these dreams in our hearts. Some of the people are getting things and like, no, 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 God, God, that's, that's, I don't need that, whatever, whatever. No. Choose to believe. Choose to believe. God actually wants to see you blessed. He actually wants to fulfill the desires of your heart. The greatest request, your most unbelievable dream. Oh, I love this. This is, again, Ephesians 3.20 in the Passion Translation. And exceed your wildest imagination. He will outdo them all, for his miraculous power constantly, what? Energizes you. He energizes us. Come on, church, I just speak over you the energy of God. That exudes dunamis power we find in the scripture, the spirit of the Lord upon you to do things you could never do on your own, to be filled with his spirit, to be activated, to, to go after things, to be stirred up. Come on, this is not time to be tired or weary. Come on, I've had the, the Lord's been after me. I'll be like, oh, I feel tired. The Lord's like, stop telling people you're tired. Choose. If you're tired, get into the spirit, get into the Lord, stir yourself up and try to stay there. Ephesians 1, 18, in the past translation. Again, that's Ephesians 1, 18 to 23. This is a prayer of Paul's. I pray that, that the light of God will what? Illuminate the eyes of your imagination, flooding you with the light until you experience the full revelation of the hope of his calling. Come on, guys, we need to open up that spirit. The Spirit of the Lord needs to come on us and let us imagine again. We need to get his thoughts. We need to get empowered by him. I've been talking about Jesus bringing heaven on earth. Well, you can't until, you, come on, heaven has more than we can even imagine. So until we actually work that and understand and, and get before the Lord and say, Lord, give us those thoughts. Give us those, that imagination. Give us that renewed mind. Because we need it. The world needs it. Come on. He wants the world to know him. That is, the wealth of God's glorious inheritances that he finds us in, in us, his holy ones. Come on. 
Verse 19, I pray over you, church, that you will continually experience the immeasurable greatness of God's power made available to you through faith. Then your lives will be an advertisement of the immense power as it works through you. This is the mighty power that was released when God raised Christ from the dead and exalted him to the place of highest honor and supreme authority in the heavenly realm. You guys, he wants us to demonstrate his power. He wants you. Yeah, I'm looking at you right now into that camera. I'm looking at you and saying, you, God wants to use you. I know, I can tell you right now, almost everybody, I've never met anybody that can actually say they never inside in their quiet place go, I want to be used. Those who have experienced Jesus, there's something in you because God put greatness in you. And he, there's something in you as, as a new believer, as you're renewing your mind, that you know you're like, I have to do something for you, Lord. I want to share the gospel. It may not look like the evangelist. It might look like the, the, the awesome person on their knees praying for the next move of God. It might be the other one on the street corner telling people about Jesus. It might be the business person that works night and day so they can fund the, the orphanages and the outreaches and the crusades. But God wants to use you, and he wants you for greatness. He wants you to realize that he's put the power in you. He didn't just die on the cross just to get you a ticket to heaven. He actually died on the cross and rose again so that you could live a life today powerfully moving in his power, with his peace, with his joy, with his love. Come on, guys. This is a preaching to myself here. He so desires to use his children. And I'll tell you the biggest key that I have ever found it's just be aware of that. Where you're at, relies. He actually wants to use you. And, don't, if the, and if you hear any other voice that says otherwise, I can guarantee you it's not Jesus. It's the voice of the enemy. And tell him to be quiet. To be honest, when I hear that voice, I get more excited. Because I'm like, I must have to do what I wasn't going to want him to do. Come on, we got to step out. God wants to meet you where you're at and then use you powerfully. And bees, I want to encourage, I just, I just heard the Lord, I want to encourage those, even this time that have been a light, those who've had friends that have a lot of fear during this time, and you constantly reminding them about Jesus. Come on, you're amazing. You're incredible. Keep doing it. You're the light. That's why they keep coming back to you. Romans 15, 13 says, Now may God, the inspiration and fountain of what? Hope. Fill you to overflow with uncontainable what joy and perfect peace as you trust in him. I want to read that again because I really feel that as a declaration over right now. Come on. What I'm doing is just taking the word and prophesying it over you. We need to do that, church. We need the word and something hits you. Speak it into your life. Take it as your own. Now may God, the inspiration and fountain of what hope, come on, expecting great things to happen, fill you to overflow with uncontainable joy and perfect peace as you trust in him and him alone. And may the power of the Holy Spirit continually surround your life with the super abundance until you radiate with hope. So I'm telling you right now, you can't you, if you're going to speak that over yourself, stir yourself, push in constantly, day after day, until you start radiating hope. When you walk into a room, do people go, ooh, I'm so thankful you came because I can feel the difference. Come on, I, can, I got hope within me right now. 
Because I've just been around you, and guess what you get to do in, in, the, in a humble form? You get to say, that's because Jesus has given me that hope. Because it's pointing back to him. That's what we're supposed to do. We're big arrows pointing back to him. Jesus, Jesus, Lord, I just thank you. Come on. Lord, I really pay for a hope being released right now. I love this. Matthew 9.35. In the Passion, Matthew 9.35. Jesus walked through the region with a, what? A joyful message of God's kingdom realm. I want to say this again. Jesus walked through the region with the joyful, you guys, joyful, happy, excited, come on, message of what? God's kingdom realm. That was his message. He taught in the meeting houses and wherever he went, he demonstrated God's power by healing every kind of disease and illnesses. Because that's what the message brings. When you talk about heaven and the glory of God comes and his presence, things have to change. But it's a good message when you talk to people as a believer, when you talk to, to people that don't know Jesus, are they getting a joyful message? Are you telling them who they are called to be? Are you telling them they're a sinner and messed up? Come on, church, we gotta get, let people see that there's hope in their lives, that there's a joyful message. Come on, I just, I just declare even over our Winward family an exponential, I just feel it's an exponential healing movement. Come on, something stirring up. Come on, but we have to pray for the person. And even right now, I'm just going to step into, I just pray right now. We have, uh, Chris Castle's part of our, Brent's son-in-law, but he's part of our ministry. He's amazing, a pastor here. And I just want to pray for his aunt right now. Because it's stirred up right now. We just thank you and come in agreement that she is healed. That right now, that her, the cancer, the blood cancer has to go right now in Jesus' name. Sorry, we prayed this morning. I want to believe that we already have it done. But I want to come in agreement and say, Lord, I pray right now that it's gone. And we pray for testimony and that COVID goes out of her body right now in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Come on. Because what, you know what I'm doing right now? The reason I just felt, I said, Lord, why did you ask me just to do that in the middle of a message? It's because there's something about when the body comes to pray. It's when there's something about when people, the church rises up. I can tell you, I've watched it, and I, I don't know how to even, can't really formulate it, but when somebody rallies, when the body quite often rallies again for something, we see things happen. I'm not saying it can't happen with one person praying in the corner or anything. What I'm saying is something happens when the saints come up. And it's almost like so it's just, it just breaks forth. So we pray right now for them right now. And I pray her husband could get in there right away. And I pray that even Sharon prayed in our prayer room this morning that she would have energy and, and, and excitement and there would be something upon her just as a demonstration of the healing. Because we have to be crazy, guys. we got to be bold and be able to pray we got to pray for people that don't even believe. Come on. What does heaven do? It changes things. Matthew 17, 24, 27. This is about the message of when Jesus brings money out of nothing. Who needs that right now? After they arrived at Capernaum, the collectors of the temple tax approached Peter and asked, does your teacher pay the tax for the upkeep of the temple like the rest of us? Of course he does, Peter answers. When Peter walked into the house and before he had a chance to speak, Jesus spoke up and said, Peter, I have a question for you. Who pays tolls or taxes to a king? Is tax collected from the king's own children or from his subjects? From his subjects, Peter answered. Jesus replied, that's right. The children get off free without paying taxes, but so we don't offend them. Come on. That's a big word right there. We don't need to run around offending people. Just because we even believe that we, have, we know what we've Believe even, I even, even believe in what we believe the churches should be open. We, I, I fully believe that. 
but we don't need to go offend people through it. Come on, we need, we're, the lo- we're the message of love. Uh, go to the lake and throw your hook, and the first fish that rises up, you will have a coin in its mouth. It will be exact amount you need to pay the temple tax for both of us. Come on, that's heaven's reality. Come on, when we get a word from the Lord, it can change things. You th- I don't even care how that coin got in the mouth. And that's a big thing right there. You don't need to know how. Well, something I've, I've been really got rocked me a, a few months ago. I was reading a book, and, and Bill Johnson gave somebody this advice, and he said, You're not, God does not owe you an answer or an explanation. Think about that. God doesn't owe you an answer or an explanation. He's God. So sometimes we just need to accept it. You know what? I'll brag on Brent here. That's that's so cool about Brent. He watches for the supernatural, and he doesn't care if it doesn't make sense. He'll just say it, and things happen. Why? Because he's going, I believe in the realm of heaven more than the realm of here. But that's the key. It's when you start thinking with your spirit instead of your mind. Oh, boy. We need to, because heaven is spiritual. This mind isn't going up there. When I pass away, it's not going. But my spirit is eternal. And we need to start listening to our spirit more than our mind. Uh Uh-oh. I should have had some verses to back that up, but it's real. Go check it out. I'm not going to read these things, but just think of another case. You got um, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, Daniel and them, and they were told what? They were brought to to the kings to be raised up, and they were given and said, you need to eat this food. But what does God say? Nope, don't eat the food. Don't eat it. So what happened there? This is Old Testament even. They chose to follow what? God's word. They followed what, the word of the Lord. Hey, everybody. Sorry, we're back. We had a power outage this morning, just in the middle of my preach. So I just want to let you know that God is still good and the power of God must be needing to flow through your house. So right now, I just thank you all for even joining us this morning and joining us every Sunday morning. Um, we just want to say a shout out to you, Winward family. We love you. We thank you for joining us. Um, we'll be back. The, the the natural realm got hit by power. Um, so we just pray, Lord. I just declare right now that the power of God that is, is in us, like we are preaching on, is going to go forth out of us and touch those around us. And it's going to change things in the natural, just like it did here today. So I just want to bless you guys. Love you guys. I'm just going to share a verse um, that I was actually going to get to here. And again, it is releasing heaven's reality and declaring God's kingdom here on earth today. And so Jesus told his disciples to declare heaven is here. And Matthew 10, 78 says that in the Passion Translation. That's Matthew 10, verse 7 and 8. In the Passion Translation, it says, And go, as you go, preach this message. This is from Jesus' lips as he walked the earth. He said, Heaven's kingdom realm is accessible, close enough to touch. You must continually bring he bring healing to lepers and those who are sick and make it your habit to break off the demonic presence from people and raise the dead back to life freely. And you, as you have received this power of the kingdom, so freely release it on others. You guys, that is what we're called to do. We're called to release the kingdom of heaven on the earth. And I want to leave you with that, that you need to release the kingdom of heaven and believe that you can do it. And God is so big and so good 
and he actually desires to use you. Like I was saying before, you can't even imagine how much God wants to use you. So I'm going to end here and bless you. So right now, I just put yourself in a place, a posture to receive. And right now, I declare over you that the Spirit of God will be upon you, Lord. And I just, oh, I just feel that. Just because even what just happened with the power. I declare supernatural power over you right now. From the head, top of your head to the bottom of your feet. That you will be filled with the Spirit of God. And that it will manifest in power and might. I even pray for tangible anointing to come over your lives right now. I pray for all those who are sick right now, everyone that needs a breakthrough. I declare over you right now that your breakthrough is here and now because Jesus is here. And so right now, Lord God, we just focus on you and we receive what you did for us and we move into activation and we declare over our lives that you are powerful, that you do want to use us, that today is a good day, that we are set up for such a time as this. It is awesome the time we're living in because God is working through us. And right now I declare all fear go, all pain go, all sickness goes, and instead receive the kingdom realm, which is the kingdom of his glory. It is his presence that changes us. It is him who has all authority, all power, and all might. So again, I thank you guys. Join us next week. We're sorry for what happened. It was out of our control, but we're still sorry because we, we love it. We're, we know that God wants to connect us with all you guys and feel connected, you guys. If you guys are part of our winter family and need to get some connection, we've got life groups that just are that are functioning as support groups right now so people can feel connected, getting phone calls, just connecting so in, in the ways we're legally allowed to. But we are. We want you to feel connected because we are a family here at Windward. And I want to make sure you know that. And if you don't know that, then get a hold of us because we'll make sure once you get around us, get to hear us, get a part of us, you will. So bless you in Jesus' name.